Create for No Reason is your weekly dose of courage to stop making excuses and start bringing your ideas to life. Hello, hello. I'm so happy that you're here because I had a really wonderful conversation with my friend Donnie Tuttle, who I'm excited to introduce you to. The conversation that we had is so rich and full of purpose. It's full of questions that will help you discover creativity, discover more about your life and who you are and where you want to go. Uh, Donnie is a really interesting person. He has eight kids. And at some point, he and his wife decided they were going to travel the world together with his eight kids and not because they won the lottery and had all this money and they just could go do what they wanted to do, but because they felt that it was the next step for them. They wanted to explore. They wanted to see what it was like. And I just love that. Donnie says that he is the sworn enemy of the grind. And he believes that productivity is meant to be organic. And I love that because we talked about this on the show, this idea of this hustle culture, and we have to always be going after something. We always have to be productive and busy and all of these things that we can lose track of our creativity. We can lose track of our genius and what it is that we really truly want in our lives. And, and so we had a, a beautiful conversation and I hope that it helps you. In fact, we even had a little bonus round because Donnie asked for some coaching on a challenge that he's been having, getting his work out into the world. And if you are someone who can relate, which I think at some point we all can, right? You're creating something and maybe you feel a little hesitant to actually share it with people because when you share it with people, it can be scary because now it's in the hands of other people and they get to decide if they like it or if they don't. And, and that's when our critics come out. And as much as we don't want to care, it's hard to not care sometimes. So we talked through that, which was a fun little bonus coaching session at the end. Um, it was a great conversation. I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend, Donnie Tuttle. Enjoy. Donnie, I am so excited about our chat today. Same here. First of all, can we just talk about how funny it is that we're even having this conversation? Because <laughs> the way that this whole interview came about is pretty cool. I feel like it was meant to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like take 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 us through the journey because I thought it was kind of fun and funny. It was so fun. So Donnie Purposeful accident. Yes, exactly. So Donnie and I met in Shocker Clubhouse. We originally met in Clubhouse. Well, I heard Donnie, you were being interviewed on Clubhouse, and I had reached out to you, and then we were kind of like, oh. You're cool. I'm cool. We need to kind. Of, we need to do something. Like we need to. We need to be friends. And then we just went our way. We went. And our then we ways. were like, okay, that sounds like a good plan, but we're not gonna do that. <laughs> 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 and then, so this is like, I don't even know how many months ago. This is a while ago. And then all of a sudden, a few weeks ago, I see uh, my phone starts ringing, and I look, and I see Donnie Tuttle, and I'm like, wait a second, I know that guy. But I didn't, so, and I, I saw that I had a missed call from him and I was like, that's weird. He didn't leave me a voicemail. He didn't leave me a text message. Did he mean to call me? Normally I would just be like, oh, all right. They didn't mean to call me, no biggie. But no, 
Not that day. I was like, Not no, I'm day. calling. I'm calling this guy back. So then I call you, and what happens? <laughs> Chaos ensued, Kate. Chaos ensued. We, um, it's funny, I started having a conversation with you and immediately I knew, I'm like, wait, you're not that Kate, are you? You're not this Kate, hey, just a real quick question. You're not the Kate that handles this and this and this, are you? And you're like, nope. I'm like, and I knew immediately who you were. I'm like, you're Kate Volvin, aren't you? Said, <laughs> yes, I said, I, we want, I wanted to talk to you before and I'm really busy, but it really feels like I just wanted to, I just, let's just talk now. And so. Oh my gosh, so funny, so. You didn't mean to call me, but thank goodness you did. Thank goodness, because now- The world was saved because of that, yes. <laughs> Heaven and earth were, were in the tilt until that conversation I mean, happened. It was necessary that we chatted. No, I, and, and you know, I was so excited about, about our conversation because it was so fun. Listen, there was a reason that we connected the first time. And then when we were on the phone, I was like, yeah, we're like meant to be in each other's lives for whatever reason. And then I was like, oh, you have to come on my podcast because you and I, we we could talk about creativity and just creative projects and pursuits and all of these things all day. And so I thought, oh my gosh, let's let's kind of chat about some things because you are an interesting, you're an interesting person. You're doing a lot of really cool stuff. Before we even get into the cool stuff you're doing, you have eight kids. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is a lot of Nuts kids. Am I? Yeah, it is. A, it's insanely a large amount. Yeah. So I just heard somebody talk about this study that they did about kids. And after, what did they say? They said that after three kids, it's all the same. It's all the same. Is that really true? It's true. It is. True. I don't, I've never heard the study, but I can validate that finding that after three kids, I have a friend who's having their fourth. I'm like, oh, four is, four is easy. Because three is where you get to the number where they outnumber you, and and you know so you're just like two against three. They're, they 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 got you beat, but it's like it's kind of it's, I don't want to say it's the same stamp that you're like the same mold that you just keep stamping, but yeah, just it's it's easy. You, you kind of you adapt to a new lifestyle. I think also to a new set of um, maybe expectations. Like you realize like, okay, I'm not going to get personal one-on-one -on -one reading time with every single child every day. So as you begin to adjust those standards and when you do and you loosen up on yourself, it's just like, oh, this isn't as hard as I thought it was. And so, yeah, it is, it is easier oh after three. Gosh. That's Believe so... It and it's not as expensive as everyone says it is. It's just not. Really? Yeah, it's not. I mean, well, sometimes, but no, it's no, it's not. <laughs> I actually feel like if we didn't have that many, I don't know that we would be earning the income um, that we do because it's almost like you have a, a space to fill and that creates the need for you know said income, at least for us. And I'm a better time manager. I'm a better um, human being. I'm a better, you know, I'm, I'm richer with, with, with in all kinds of ways because there's a need to be. Mm. That's so interesting. And yeah, yeah I, I totally could see, I totally could see where you have to, if you have that many kids, you really do have to be so intentional about your time. Cause I almost feel like, you know, I don't have kids. So I, it's like, if you have all the time in the world, it's sometimes it's, that's not good either because no. you, you'll let things go. You'll procrastinate. You'd be like, oh, I have time. And so it's, that's, that's really interesting. So what's really cool about your journey is 
you traveled the world with your family selling and you teach selling like talk about like that is so fascinating so I, I so I would say I would I would digress from the selling part is because I, I would say that that's not something I'm as much of a practitioner at as uh, as I was at at one time but we decided basically like create for no reason we decided we were going to go this is a part of our create for no reason we just said we're going to go on a journey and why because why not and it was it was we had a we had a big why not and we'd always we'd, we'd always thought it would be cool and we just decided to do it and we didn't have a large you know financial nest egg so i will say just having i think we had that at that time we had six kids in private school and a home and like all of these things we weren't saving let's just say we didn't have a lot of money saved up we weren't rich i had just started a new uh, a new job and a new career and seemed to be going well enough and we just we just said what the heck we actually took the monies that we were putting to other things already and we said well what if we could like if like here's the amount of money that we are playing with could we just do this same thing and other places and, and, and the world had just started going virtual this has been a few years ago and i was starting to coach people and sell that way and um and so we said why not and and so we did and we started the journey where we would move from one vacation home rental to another every three to five months and so we did a slow crawl around america and mexico and so not quite the world but you know you know another another nation was involved in that for sure but um but yeah, we did. We did it when we didn't. We didn't really earn the right. We weren't rich. We weren't retired. We weren't, and we weren't waiting. We just said, "Why not? Let's go for it." That's so awesome because I feel like so many people they wait, right? Like they wait for the perfect time. You wait till you have all the things. You wait till you're like everything is in this perfect place before you make that move or do the thing that you really want to do. And I love that you just went for it and figured it out. That is. Um... <laughs> it's a, it's sorry for the uh, fire truck in the background. No, it was, it it was a it's a partner it's a partnership involvement. I, I do feel like that uh, the greatest asset that I have and the greatest coach that I have is um, is my wife. And so this was a collaborative effort. And so being able to create from what was inside of her and inside of me, and um, and then to, like almost to take the courage from that to to jump in. Um, I, I definitely, I think, needed someone to like. I, I wouldn't have done that on my own. I think I would. Enjoy, I'm just a homebody um, if I'm not provoked, and so she, she played a major, major role in that for sure. Where was your? Do you have a favorite place that you stayed? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a we have a few. Um, the very first thing, um, <clears throat> one 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 unique place. It's like all of them became our favorite places, and we feel like we're locals to all of these places that were, I feel like, are jewels of America and, and of, of uh, different parts. So I loved personally, so I love Maine in the summer. Maine in the summer is amazing. Mm. Best summer of my life was, um, so far, was spent in Maine with, uh, with all of our kids. And uh, the next, well, I would say even more than that, I loved Coeur d'Alene, Idaho which it's, has nothing to do with potatoes. It's just beautiful lakes, glacial lakes. Um, it's, it, it's just the most beautiful, quaint, hallmark town that you could ever find. And we, we happen to live in dead center of it. And then uh, we lo I loved Seattle. I love Salt Lake City. Um, San Miguel de Allende, Mexico is, you've got to go there. 
you've got to really go there. Anybody, yeah even if you don't know spanish just go there they they all speak english it's a it's a unesco protected site all of it's it's filled with expats that go there and and work for you know in a beautiful place so those are uh, favorite places that's so awesome i just love that you did that i think it's so cool and it it as you say that your wife is such a great coach it's such a reminder of a partnership marriage is a partnership you're a team you're you support each other you make each other better and that's why i know so many people say like the b biggest decision you'll ever make in your life is the person you decide to marry and i love i love hearing when when couples have that dynamic between them that they really push each other and help each other it, it, you know, the interesting thing is, Kate, it wasn't always, um, it's not that it wasn't always that way, but it's almost like you, you, we, like a lot of marriages, um, I, mean, I would say we, we were, for a very long time, we were very siloed, meaning like you take care of that, I'll take care of this. You take care of this, I'll take care of that. Very much divide and conquer. What we found was, <clears throat> and, and we found this by clearing out our time and, and making just making the time, I think, to be together and to dream together and to uh, create vision together is that without those times where we're, I don't know, it's almost like it's like I'm Superman, but without like I'm wearing a kryptonite necklace. But when we're together, like we're able to see so many things and sometimes just a passionate vision is, has overcome so many obstacles that have been in the way like when we when we first left on the on the um on the journey just to go back a few years on the, on that journey there was some some weird stuff that was happening with a paycheck and we were not much beyond paycheck to paycheck at that time and we showed up and our kids called it the great famine you know where we were just it was just like we were the eating was it was just even eating was was affected by the amount of money that dad wasn't making at the time and uh, i remember one day we found like some some uh some clams washed up on the shore and we, we tried to actually cook those again like it, we didn't have to I mean we did have other it was but that was a part of the journey and then and one day as I was kind of kicking and moaning and kind of like kind of complaining to my wife the calls aren't going good and nobody wants to talk to me all of those things that all salespeople go through anyway but I was going through more in this foreign land um, she listened to me and I happened to take a, a walk out onto the beach with several of our children and as we're as we're walking kate this is kind of an interesting little story i look down there's like millions of pebbles on the beaches of, uh, of rhode island i look down and i see what looks to be an antique brick and i pick up this antique brick i'm like wow this is interesting like how did this thing not get broken up there's millions of pebbles here so cool and i pick it up and i look at the other side and i wish i had it here to show you but it's in a special place in my home it has our last name on it what <laughs> it's the tuttle brick and apparently, like a hundred years ago, up until like seventy years ago or whatever, there was a there was a Tuttle Brick Company in Connecticut, and somehow it must have fallen over and took this this brick all this time to wash up. And I happened to have been walking by at that moment and seeing it, and so uh, <laughs> it's it's definitely one of those things to where like we, like we suddenly, I probably she understood it the whole time that there's like this this other thing of the hand of God or the hand of providence that was that was also guiding us as we're as we're walking into what we want and. And it's almost this thing of like, we're together. We're both dreaming this together. And now this is also outside of us that because we're, we're doing this thing together, we're masterminding, we're, we're pushing 
this this thing out that's like let's why not that even in the moments that didn't feel fun suddenly there's there's a there's a reassurance of like you you, you got this you're fine we've, we've got a path for you it's all it's all good wow what a great story <laughs> it's, it's craziness it's crazy and that was our first place yeah that was our first place that really helped to bolster that part of the journey and i think everything from then on just in our lives we're like okay yeah we can we can do this together Talk about a sign. <laughs> right? I mean, that's crazy. And I love I love that you talk about how you and your wife dream together. Right? Like when you dream with someone else, like it's just creating that vision that you want to go with someone. Whatever it is, it's it, your marriage, your team, your friends, your partner, whatever it is. I feel like having that dream with someone is so powerful. Well, and, and I don't know. I, I would definitely defer to your um, your expertise. I would love to hear your your thoughts on this. But it's like I I feel like at least what seems to have been proven true in my experience is that the creativity is a unique thing that someone can do uniquely, and I think we can do it alone. But I also find that there oftentimes, at least in in whether businesses for myself or for other people or just like creative ventures, like oftentimes it involves another. And I look at like like we have eight kids, and I promise you. Neither my wife nor I created them separate. Like there was a, there was a, there was a togetherness for that. There are there are so many things that that as the times when I'm doing the worst is when I'm in my little silo and I'm like and I'm thinking no I'm just going to create from all of my wisdom and strength and all of this stuff, and 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 I find that that things become very scarce there. But whenever I'm open to other people and I'm willing to accept whether it's input, feedback, or sharing, or I, it feels like the creative process, maybe at least just for me, and a lot of the people I've worked with, involves others. Like, it's like exposure to, to, to another other than you. I don't know, like, what are you? Yeah, no, I agree. I think even when you're, cre even when you are creating alone, what is so much of creativity is taking your experiences, your conversations, your, discoveries from people that you've met or things that you've read or things that you've done or experienced and you get to take that into that creative process but when you're thinking about creating with other people the more open you are it's almost like it's reminding me of of improv when they have that yes and mm -hmm. right it's the whole yes and process instead of being so no that's not a good idea or no we're not going to do it that way if we can turn our conversations into more of yes and then we're going to start to see some more creativity because then we're looking we're coming from a place of not that there's a right answer but there's an infinite number of answers that could yes. work yeah and i feel like that if we're it's almost like the opposite of that feels like fear and i i i have i i I can't even tell you how long that I lived in either scarcity or fear. And I feel like a lot of that was due to the fact that there was a real time and energy crisis. There was something covering up my time and energy. And a lot of it was volunteer work or work work because that's what we're supposed to do. You're supposed to work all these hours because that's what, you know, and so it's almost like for us, the what opened us up to the yes and was to have some of the heavy weight of this, of, of, of time constraints uh lifted right and so then we can begin to we can begin to have the the yes and discovery and now, and now that is the most protected time of my week every sunday we are out at a starbucks or if we had a better coffee place here we would go there but we're out at a stop at a starbucks 
and we're sharing we're we're, we're digging in that that is our treasure Oh, I love that so much. That's so great. You know, I'm looking at your, you're wearing a hat that says freedom. Why, why are you wearing that hat? What does that mean to you? <laughs> I think it's cool. Uh, it's the name of, um, it's the middle name of, of my, Justin, Justin Shire gave me cool. fourth, fourth son. Uh, <clears throat> you have eight kids. That's how you have to do it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, but at least we didn't name them after the seven dwarves or something like that. Uh, <laughs> But uh, or the or the reindeer. That did you know good. you were gonna have eight kids? Like, no, did you guys plan it? No, 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 no. And we're not really from like a religious affiliation that would um, would have encouraged that. We were an anomaly in the groups, uh, you know, that we are part of. But um, yeah, so no, we we didn't know it. For every every time we would have one, um, we would just we would pray it, you know, like in you know around the the, the year old mark, and we'd say, "What do you think? You want another?" And we and and if we were if we were thinking yes, we would go for it. And then by the time we were done with uh, with number eight, we're like, you know what? No, 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 thank you. You know, I'm full. No, no more. So, uh, oh my so and so so Cole Freedom is uh, is one of our kids. But uh, no, actually, one of my cooler kids, uh, Efi, um, which short for Ephraim, uh, he's a skater. And so he brings back uh, clothes from places I know not of. And so I thought this was cool. And so I grabbed it, I lifted this from him. Normally dads are losing clothing to their kids or razor blades and stuff like that. Um, I actually, I try, I'm, I'm starting to, to work the other end of that process. So I'm actually getting stuff back from him. So this is, this oh is one gosh. of my, my kids stuff. I, and I like it. This is like my freedom hat and it's not his anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> it now belongs to you. That's it. And it's a big word for me. I think, I think, um, I think I think that we were I believe we were born free Kate and that 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 we have been trained to be slaves and uh, um, and what that typically involves is us submitting our will and desire and design and capacity and capability and uh, what we do I think we like the mass of us have been trained to submit that to, to someone else and it's not like not a not a it's not a screw authority message by any reason but I I love seeing people freed to their God-given design, and that's something you and I share in common, um, to watch them walk in their gifts and talents. And I feel like that to do that and to start giving permission to yourself to do things like creating for no reason is, um, that's, that's, that's what we were meant for. And so, yeah, this is, that's, that's a, this is a big word for me. I love that. So how, how can someone who's listening, how can someone start that process? I mean, you know, you, you had mentioned we work all the time because we have to, right? I think so many people are addicted to work. We're addicted to being productive. We're addicted to constantly be in this, in this state of doing, 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 instead of just sitting still and being. How did you, I mean, how do you, or what do you recommend for people to kind of get in this space of more of a flow? Flow, I love, I love the word flow. I, um, for me, I feel like that when we, like we will prosper when we are aligned with our gifts and talents, serving the people that we love the most on the planet. And that's not just your family there, but there's a, there's a group of people that we all have and, and that we can all serve and we can all get paid well for serving those people in, in various ways. Um, to me, the question um, starts though, um, I, I think every quest begins with a question and, and uh, this is gonna sound so basic, but answering the two questions, who am I and what do I want? I think that's, the, I think that's a reality. And for me, I'm doing that this weekend. I'm, I'm challenged, I realize that some of my processes might not align with 
with what I um, with what I say I want at the moment, and and then I'm then I'm then for me the question is well what do I really want, mm -hmm. like what, like what do I really want, and and often I find that we we for whatever reasons the way we we the way we were raised maybe it's the way we were parented or it's our our leaders or the people that we looked up look up to they didn't give us permission maybe they they because it was easier for them what was offered was more of something that was control. Like, you know, don't be too loud. I need you quiet. Like in our house, we have eight kids that none of them have my permission to be loud <laughs> in the house, especially <laughs> after nine o'clock. And so there's, there's a limitation that's set upon them. Now, if they grow up and that's how they always are, and they've never questioned that there's, there's a failure and all of us learn a way. It doesn't mean it's the right way. It doesn't mean it's the wrong way. But I just say that, like, just stop for a moment, get, get alone with yourself, get alone with God or whatever, whatever your, whatever your method is, go to a place of nature and say, who am I? Like, if, like when I'm the best me that I love the most, who is that person? For me, who is that guy? For me, that guy is joyful. Joyful is, is my word. I, I want to bring joy wherever I go. Like, what, what are my, what are my adjectives, right? Who are the, who are the, when I say I am, not like I am a, a, a construction worker. I am a, like, that's bullcrap stuff that's just an occupation. But what is your profession? What would you profess about yourself that you want yourself to be? So that person, that you, the one that you really like, who is that? I, like, I love yours where you say, say yes to new adventures. Is that what it says behind you? Yep, say yes to new adventures. Say yes to new adventures. I am adventurous. And, and if I'm adventurous, if that's true, then there, there are some action that kind of comes from that. So saying who you are and who, or at least who you want to be and it's okay to change it too this is who i am the second one is is what do i want and maybe maybe you want to like one of my clients maybe you just want to work two days a week when no one else around you thinks that that, that that's a, a model that's what he wants that's that so go that that enables you to suddenly boldly go for something who am i and and what do i want and so my story with what we would have wrote about and what we did, it's not about travel. It's about being who you are. Mm. For us, it was about travel, but then next it's about what is it that you want? Like really, it doesn't matter what mom wants, dad wants, preacher wants, teacher wants, it doesn't matter what your boss said. By the way, we get handed our goals and told to go meet them in the, in the world of sales and business. You know this. Yeah. And, and, and we will give zero expendable energy towards goals that, are, that don't mean anything to us. And then we'll walk home and beat ourselves up over it. Well, if you ever find yourself out of sync, I know you're, uh, I know you're doing some, um, some challenges and things like that. Are you still doing the cold water, cold shower challenge? Oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm, keep, I'm keeping up with it too. God bless your heart. Uh, I, did that for, I did that for a time as well and there was a benefit. Maybe, maybe I'll do it again just because you, you know, like, <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ever find yourself starting things and getting out, a lot of times it's because you're not, it's not in alignment with who you are and what you actually want. And you're not doing it from your identity, from your strengths, from your purpose, from your desire. And you're not doing it because it's not really what you want. It actually goes against what you really want. So those are two basic questions. And I think we all deserve to ask ourselves that. We deserve the we deserve the freedom. We deserve the permission to do that. Especially, you know, you're an adult. I've how many adults? It's almost like we're still beholden and waiting for someone else to come along and grant our wish when we have this creative power inside of us to go do that. Yeah. Yeah. Those, I, two 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 questions, I guess. You ask the question. Does that would be my answer? I. You know what. 
it's the simplest answer that usually it makes the biggest impact, right? Like those two questions, they seem so simple, but it's scary to sit down and really ask yourself, what do you want? Like truly, what do you want? Because I think so often, like you said, not only are our goals handed to us, but we are flooded with everyone's highlight reels of their beautiful lives oh, wow. and yeah. what it looks like and where and what success is and where you need to be and what all of these things. And so we don't even question. We just stopped questioning. We stopped questioning why we're actually going towards something. And instead of saying, does this even make sense? Is, do I even want to be doing this? Do I even want to be creating that kind of life? And that's another reason why I love what you did and you kind of went off and, and ventured off and traveled because not only do you learn so much more about yourself, but you're also, you're living. You're actually living. You're not just waiting for something. To, you're not waiting to, to be quote unquote successful or to have all the money or to have all the things because you just don't know what's going to happen. And so asking yourself those two questions are awesome. And I think we have to, to sit with it because I think sometimes people are very, I, I think you, you use the word judgment and, and I do believe that we judge ourselves for what we want. Yes. Because if you don't want this multi-million dollar home and a be like all the things that, that you're told you need to want to be successful, then you feel shame. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and, I think the other it's interesting as you're as you're saying that it's like I, I sometimes we like one of so one of the stories that, that we often see it actually I think it's 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 detrimental to a lot of people going towards their, what they think they want is the story and there's so many stories that are out there right that we watch and we internalize but the one Kate where it's like oh he or she wanted this and then they gave everything away to get that and they realized that wasn't what they wanted and so we we act as though creation is some ultimate penultimate final destination when 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 in in which is scary because now i get to choose one thing or one destination you get one trip ever you get one skill you get one shot at this and i i love there was something that you mentioned in one of your recent episodes and i can't remember the the way that you mentioned it but it's like you get more attempts at this thing and I think we deserve a freedom to uh, to renegotiate with ourselves or to say, you know, I thought I wanted this house, but I'm in the house and it's like, you know, I don't want this house. So what can you do? You can you can sell it. You don't have to like live the tragedy that we see in the movies, right? It's like you mm -hmm. <laughs> we we and we t so I guess where I'm going with that is that we tend to typecast ourselves. So by the way, we haven't we haven't done we still travel. But not like that. We stopped doing that two and a half years ago. We did it for two and a half years, full time. It was crazy. It was fun. We still remember those memories as blessing. But I don't do it anymore. And so it's not, it doesn't define who I am. We're creating something new now. It was a good creation. It was a good painting. Was it perfect? Wasn't perfect. But I'm also not typed. I didn't, I'm very proud that I didn't allow myself to get typecast into, oh, it's the traveling guy with all his big giant family yeah right i i chose the right to choose something else and to go create something else and and that's the that to me i think is the is the should be the privilege of a creator is that you don't just get one work you can even if this work sucked you can go create another you get lots and lots of tries and we don't have to <laughs> obey the the typecast of like i'm the funny one i'm the traveling one i'm the i'm the poor one or i'm the rich one or i'm the you can change it 
we can we can choose in and out of these things that's like yes that's the beauty Oh, yes, it totally is. And things will never look the way you think they're going to after you start. I, you know, we started, I started this podcast with my friend, Sean. I was so excited. I even remember I had this conversation with him. I'm like, you need to be all in with me. Like we have to be committed. This is our thing. We're doing it for like two plus years. It's, and, and I, I still remember. And he was like, yes, we're doing it. And guess what? We're not doing it together anymore, but that doesn't mean that I can't take it. So now I had this opportunity to say, hey, and we're still the best of friends, it's all good, but you know, he's not doing it anymore. And so I'm like, now is my opportunity to take it and say, well, what am I gonna do with the show? How is it gonna look now? How am I gonna change it? What do I want? What did I learn from a year of podcasting and now take it into year two and see what I wanna do and the conversations I wanna have. And, and to me, it's, it's just another rep. It's one more try. It's one more, I'm just gonna do this to learn what I need to learn to get to wherever I need to go. And I think when you create as a creator, that's the only way that you can do it is just to know that it's not gonna look the way you want it to. And to there's so much learning in the process. And I think we're so stuck because we wanna have it all figured out. We want it to be perfect. We, want, we don't wanna look stupid. We don't wanna put anything out that doesn't make sense. Yes. Um, so what are you working on that you're most ah. excited about this year? You know, well, that's a, there's, there are a lot of things that, um, that we're working on. Uh, one of the things I'm proudest about are, is being like inviting others into my work. So I love collaborating as you, if you can tell, like uh, with the idea, uh, the only tattoo I have, by the way, is well, two. I have a, a wedding ring and I have a, a bee. And so this, they, they both have worked out so far. We've been together for 20, <laughs> 20 something years, but, but I, I believe cross pollinating with others and, and, and benefiting from them and, um, and doing the same for them. I like, so that's something I'm, I'm excited about is, is collaborating with others, but two things in uh, particular, I have two, I have three businesses. My main business is a, a coaching business where I coach people, um, to produce from purpose and I give them a process, uh, that goes along with that purpose, right? That's the, that's the. That's, that's where I get most of my, my bread and butter. But there are two additional ventures that I've recently launched and like it, it was, um, <laughs> for me, fun is one of my big motivators. And I've gotta be honest, like both of these, I, I had, it's like, I guess we never had twins um, as, as children, but I had twins as a business. And it, 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 there is, it's, it was high stress for a couple of months, but I'm, I'm very excited to be working on couple of businesses with other uh, other people so I have a team of, of developers and staff that help me to, um, <clears throat> to help others to automate uh, relationships in, in terms of sales and leadership and in coaching and so I'm really excited to help people to, to give people a way to be um, I say bionic and not robotic with uh, with automations and so that's fun I've got to, like that's that's and I'm and I and I'm looking for coaches. If you're a coach or you know someone who believes in purpose and productivity, like definitely connect with me. I'm looking to collaborate. I, I don't need to own everything. Um, I just I just want I want I want to be one of many geniuses, right? The Manhattan Project on this. So that's that's something that exists, and I'm and it's 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 like it's profitable. It's growing without any effort, and it's amazing. And then um, then we have a small insurance agency um, that is manned. I, I always whenever I talk about this, I point here, but. Um, for a couple days a week, my oldest son, who's 27, yes, I'm that old, uh, sits here <laughs> and um, in his, in his running app uh, for me, with me, not for me, he's running it 
and I'm and I'm cheering him on. Um, and so just being able to, I think, create new things without without a necessity that those go and and um, without the necessity that these have to be home runs. With with the with the reality that I get more at bats, um, I get a reminder on my phone that says my best work, your best work is still inside of you, and I and I really believe that. And so I'm excited that I I'm most proud that I get to step forward into these ventures, with no idea or no expectation. Um, all I know is it's going to be fun, and whenever it stops being fun, I'm out. You know, I I can choose out of these things, and so those are things where in the past I think, Kate, I would have. Um, I mean, like. <laughs> I've had calamity in my life ensue from, um, you know, from from a, from risky ventures that um, that I really, in in my mind, I painted myself into a corner on, and it just like the only option is to win, and it's like I completely folded <laughs> in those, and so it just it feels fun to I, I just love creating for fun. I love I love like in business I'm creating to create, and so uh, we've got a couple of those, some of the, some more collaborations. I think just um, I think I think yeah, kind of like living into the. The pattern of the V is is uh, is what I'm excited about right now. Aw, that's so cool. I love that you are such a creator and I love that you give yourself permission to have fun and to create. And I have to say, your energy is very peaceful. Like it's like it, you feel like you're very living in your purpose and at peace, which is what you help people do. So it makes sense because you need to be there to kind of help people get there. But you seem like you're very present and excited about what you're doing. But really, I, there's just like this very peaceful, calming way about you and how you speak and the way that you live. And I don't know if, if you've always been that way. Is that have you always been that way? No, um, I can remember actually. It's interesting that you mentioned that. So, in the middle of our travels, you'd think I would have been completely happy and joyful and all of those things. Um, but there was a moment of change, and it. Um, so I was still really selling a lot. Like sales was a big part of my, um, just a part of who I was. And um, there was, like, at the moment, th there were there were three days where it's like I would I would coach for a couple of days and then I would sell for for a couple of days and it's like you know it's like half and half kind of a thing and I and I just remember and I was not doing it the way I'm doing it now I was not I was doing it with a company and not on my own and um, and here we are traveling we're doing some neat things but I get I get um, one of my kids came to me one day Kate and, and they say Dad are you okay and I and uh, you know gruffly face like this you know like with a scowl like yeah yeah I'm okay I'm okay. And the next day, someone says, "Dad, are you? Do you have a rough day?" No, I've had a great day. I've had a great day. And you know, again, the scowl on my face. And the third day, uh, one one of my kids, Efi, on the third day, said, um, "Dad, did you? Are you? Are you happy with what you with what you do? It seems like you're always mad." I'm like, "Huh?" And it was that third punch between the eyes. Wow. It was not concerned. None of them knew any like. And I realized, you know what? I'm playing like someone else. I'm playing like someone else. And the guy that I was playing like, and a lot of people can function in this pattern, but I, I realized that it was actually rubbing off of me. Um, you work in the world of sales and selling. And for me, um, you know what's out there in terms of, of what's offered for uh, just like the training. It's just very, very aggressive, very you push, push, push. It was, it's all of the, 
be a warrior, do the things that no one else will do so you can have the things that no one else will have, be a lead, you know, wake up at four, all of these, all of these things, you know, felt like a Rocky movie. That's what I was living in. <laughs> and I realized that, that that's, that's not me. Mm. And I asked myself that question. This is, this isn't like, this isn't been a decade ago. This is like four years ago. Like, so this is like, this is a newer thing. Like in my life, I said, who is the me that I freaking love? Well, I don't know. Do I even love me? I kind of don't like me. My kids were like, they were like, they were, they were, they were showing up in a way that made me realize like, I don't like this guy that they have to ask that question to. Uh. Why am I doing that? And the reality that I came to was I was acting like someone else so that I could have something. I wanted to make money, so I was going and acting like someone else. That's how I was performing. Well, guess what? When you perform and you have to act like a jerk all day long, or not that I was a, I was never a jerk in what I did, but it's like the, the mentality that I was adopting was that of this warrior. It was just so hard to pull off of me. I was, I was, and I didn't like that. I didn't like me, and I talked to lots of other people that have been the same. And so um, I decided, you know what, whether I win or lose or whatever, like, you know what, I'm done with this. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna see if I can prove that I can just, that, that I mean, I was coaching people too. I was coaching people through processes and all of these things and and all, and I was just, it was, it was just, oh, I feel, I feel almost, you know, I don't, I feel bad in some ways just because I guess it's almost like the first person you kiss, you almost want to go apologize to them because <laughs> you know, it, was, it was bad. It was like, I know that those things were bad. And sometimes you do it bad before you can do it good. And I, I get it. But, but I, I decided I would show up as myself and immediately every cha everything changed. I said, my, my, I'm no longer the warrior. I'm the joyful farmer. And so I kept an, I had a name tag, the joyful farmer. Oh my and gosh. I wasn't going to give in to what my bosses told me or what these other people told me. I wasn't going to give in to the way the culture was. I'm just going to play my game. They can play theirs. And the joyful farmer, the joyful farmer sold a whole bunch. And the joyful farmer actually really loved himself and actually really loved what he was doing. And the result of like, it's amazing what happens when you're happy with what you're doing and who you are when you're doing it. You tend yeah. to do more of it. And I didn't care if I was overcoming objections. I didn't care if I did every form and format correct. I didn't, it was just like, am I the joyful farmer? Am I serving people? Am I just scattering seed? I'm gonna let everything else take care of itself. And that's, that's, that was, that was a story. So that was a, that was a big moment. Genuine's always meant a lot to me, but like, that was the moment where I'm like, you know what? I can come out to play. I can just be me and I can come out to play. And that's like, I think that was what really kind of sparked the whole one of the passions for why I do things the way I do them now, because I hid for too long and I was, I was, I was a victim of, you know, I, I, it was not necessary. There was such power that was inside of me that I had no, no clue that, that all of these advantages I'd had and I'd been playing with my hands tied behind my back. And I think that's most of us. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know who needed to hear that, but somebody needed to hear that because that was awesome. And I, and I think that you're right. I think so many people can resonate with that. And some people that have been able to figure out a way out and some people that haven't, but they will because the future is bigger than your past and you can create your bigger future. Donnie, I always ask my guests, at the end to share one exercise, one activity, something that the listeners can do in 10 minutes or less that's gonna improve their life, enhance their creativity <clears throat> in some way. Love it, all right, I've got one for you. Uh, well, I've got a few. Uh, take a break, uh, connect to a song, 
sing. I actually have a friend who um, who helps people to, to just do that in like eight minutes a day, like play an instrument for eight minutes and it changes, it, it does everything. But what, I would, what I've done that actually helps me is open up your genius a little bit is uh, there is, if you, have you ever heard of Wim Hof? The Iceman? Oh my gosh, of course. That's what I'm, I, I'm taking the cold showers because my, <laughs> on, one of the things on my dream list is to go to one of his events. Okay, well, I'm skipping the showers. I'm just doing his breathing method. And it's amazing how much, especially if you enter into something stressed or with negative self-talk or whatever, and this is like, uh, like you're, you have to go show up for uh, something in a big way and you've gotta be your best you. Do the Wim Hof breathing method, which is, and, the, and maybe he has multiple, but I, I do the one where it's like you breathe all the way in, you breathe all the way out and you hold it. You breathe all the way in, you, do, you, like, you, you almost like hyperventilate, like all the way in, all the way out, like 15 times. And then you push all the way out and you hold it all the way, all the way out. For as long as you can. For as long as you can. And then you, and then you do that another three or four times and, the, and you time it, it's amazing. So the first time it's like, it, I think like 30 seconds, 35 seconds is where I'm at. Then the next one it's like, so this isn't just holding your breath, it's expelling 100% of your breath. Uh, the second one is like uh, like a minute and 15. The third one's like around two minutes for me, um, that's, which is insane to think about. But the what I feel like actually happens is it opens up just all of your, you oxygenate yourself and actually you dump off, I don't whatever, you're doing something and um, you're only present with your breath. It's like that, do that. Look up Wim Hof method if you're um, if you're curious. It does take a little bit of time, and I was doing it for a little while. And the my third, I think, because you could do four. I think it's three or four times. And the last one that I did, I I got up to like almost like three minutes, and I was like, what? Insane! Isn't that it's crazy? Crazy! <laughs> it's crazy. It takes um, like ten minutes right. if you do three. Ten minutes to do three, and. Yeah especially if you're doing a stressful thing or like there's so many reasons to do it um but yeah clear your brain and all of a sudden your genius is like you're like it's you're awesome on. yeah i read a book last year called um breath by james nestor and it's phenomenal he talks all about how basically nothing matters in your life unless you're breathing correctly and most people are not breathing correctly and he shares a bunch of breathing exercises. They're very similar to kind of the Wim Hof method, but it's really interesting. And in at the back of the book, he shares all these different breathing exercises. This is why yoga is so good for you because they yoga helps you focus on the breath. Donnie, you know what? Maybe one day we'll end up at one of those Wim Hof retreats maybe together. Maybe we do it together. Maybe that's <laughs> we need we need to, we need to maybe put that on the calendar there. That would be that would be a fun one to. That would to be make a totally fun one and that is so out of my comfort zone because i live in florida and i love warm weather i do not like cold at all Wait, at all at all where where i live in south florida in west palm beach west palm we're in saint augustine beach oh so yeah so okay a... we're meeting up one time yeah yeah yeah, yeah we totally are that's that's a um that's a I, that's a hand plane i i i I we body surf and surf and do all kinds like yeah we're we're beach people I'm two blocks from the beach here this is oh my gosh that's why I don't all travel right. as much <laughs> I am so glad that we did this you're coming back on the show because you're I just love talking to you yeah let's do it it's just it's just fun and I hope um I hope everyone else enjoy listening to Donnie but I just get I just get a kick out of talking to anyone that is as inspired 
to create and just create their life the way that they want to create it. Like no matter where you are, no matter where you feel like you need to be or need to go. I mean, you always, I love that you talk about how you can always make the decision to change. Like no matter what's happening, so empowering. If you actually believe it, right? You have to believe it. So Donnie, where can people find out more about you if somebody wants to get coached by you because they need to... Yeah, just go, hit me up on uh, on LinkedIn. You can also just go to my website, DonnieTuttle.com. <clears throat> Got lots of free stuff. Actually, I think on one of those, you can get a free, my, um, I'll give you my book for free. Uh, you can you can download it on Audible. That's fun. Uh, sell anywhere. But um, yeah, just, just connect with me. And, and um, you know, my goal is just to, again, to collaborate. Maybe, we, maybe we've got something we can do together. My, my first instinct is definitely not maybe I should coach you. That's not, my, that's not where I go. I'm, I'm a odd breed. I'm only for a few, uh, a few people. Like we're only, only a few people are fit for me and I'm a fit for them, but, uh, yeah, just, just find me. And, um, I have a quick question for you. I know that time is up, but this is, this is extra credit. I was like, so coach, coach me through, um, <laughs> how can someone be one of, one of my endeavors is to be a, um, generous, artist i don't i don't i mean i can draw it's not has nothing to do with drawing but but i will say that in the course of my life there are many things that i've built and created but not but not shared and Mm. so i think i think there's an episode you have on shipping just like getting things done and and shipping them but it's like so what would you tell someone who has a propensity to maybe have a lot of bright ideas or a lot of things that they've done but maybe not um Maybe, maybe not, maybe they're not shipping things. That's, that's one question. And another one is for you, what could someone do, let's just say in a home environment, or like what could someone do to spark and, and to connect with more creativity in their life? And maybe it does have to do with the arts or music or whatever. And so a busy business person, I'm just asking, you know, for a friend. Asking for a friend. Uh-huh. Well, my first question to you is, what is a generous artist? Like, what does that mean to you? To me, a generous artist is someone who um, who's willing to share and invite others, even into the critique of his uh, of his work or her work. And um, I think uh, being open to like for me, I think the the challenge is not just being open to sharing my viewpoint, but also being open to sharing authorship and authority in um, in something. So a generous artist is someone who is always creating things for the joy of creating them, um, and is. Um, is is open to uh, to finding others, to giving to others, to sharing with others, and to inviting others into uh, to experience that. Versus the fearful artist who maybe creates things and puts them into his uh, his or her cellar for no one to see. I love that. So why aren't you sharing your work? Mm, so I think that um, that in the Past, I think I think one of those has been uh, the desire for um, authenticity and authorship and owning an idea that was that was um, oh this is mine and, and and so being the being the boss while at the same time maybe not even like that's not a, that's nowhere near a desire but we'll just say we'll just say um, wanting to be seen as an authority right is is one thing I think um, I think fear of putting something out that would be embarrassing so i know you deal a lot with that um i think that and this is just me kind of like kind of like splitting open things i've been looking at for the last year or so with my coach 
Um, oh gosh, there's you know there's so many so many things. I would say um, not perfectionism, but like wanting to like own and own someone's experience of what I of what I produce. And so maybe fear that um, that uh, being judged on the experience that I was producing that would be less than than um, uh, than favorable. And so those those are some things. All right. So when will you share your work? Say that again. When will you share a piece of your art? I will share a piece of my art. Uh, I do feel like that the, the two most recent businesses that I've um, I've put out are are. Um, but I still again, it's like it's like I've I've a I have a history of creating things and inviting just small numbers of people to come in and see. Like it's it's not something that it's like hey everyone. Like it's so I will say. So you're asking me to commit to a time. You're tough. I will say. <laughs> um, I'll go. I'm gonna go with the easy one, which is the. Um, um, all right. So I will say next week, I will invite other coaches in uh, and people of purpose in to be participants in something that I've created. That's not. It's not all done, but it's like I. I really want that collaboration. So that's a type of sharing. So I'll do that next week, by the end of the week. <laughs> and then, um, and then within. So this is January. For those who are listening, that's uh, by the um, by March, um, I will begin to um, to publicize the um, this other um, software automation company uh, that I have and invite others into that as well. And so those will be two works that I'll that I'll put on display. But I have so many. So that's the so I'll start. That's so exciting. It's so exciting. You have so many. And, and you know what? I'm going to use your technique because what did we talk about in the beginning of this episode? You were talking about, so I'll ask you this. Are you a generous artist? I'm, I'm becoming a generous artist. Okay. I, but I, what did you say earlier? <laughs> what did am, you say? I'm definitely, I'm, I'm both. So I am generous, definitely. And I am an artist. And I'm, I am marrying the two together in practice. Why can't you say I am a generous artist? Ooh, that's your assignment. Your assignment is to say I am a generous artist every day. Because you know what? If you are a generous artist, what do generous artists do? They share their work. Yeah. yeah so what are you? Go. So what I'm are you? I'm a generous artist. I'm a generous <laughs> artist. I'm a generous artist. I, I will, I will, I'll, I'll say the whisper till it becomes a shout. Okay. It's something. It, it is. It is. Uh, it is. It, it. It aligns with my belief. It aligns with my, uh, my I am. My aligns with my desire. So it's. It is. It is. That is. A, that's a journey I'm willing to, to take for sure. It's a beautiful journey, and I'm yeah. so excited to see you go through it because that is the most. It's, it's the, when you have that fear of sharing is when you know you have to share. That's what it is. When you feel like, oh my gosh, when you feel like people are going to not like it or it's not going to be good enough or people are going to criticize, that's when you know. Lena. It's, it's Stephen Pressfield's, right? It's the war of art. It's the war of art. It's like you... That's the resistance. That's the resistance fighting you, telling you not to do it when you really need to do it. Like what's on the other side of it, Donnie? Who knows, but it's exciting. <laughs>
I love it. And by the way, this was even the part of that, right? Just even even um, cutting open the brain and letting another operate. I, you know, I think I think that's probably like one of, one of the, yeah. So thank you for that. Thank you for the extra credit. Extra and bonus. Yeah. Little bonus. Little bonus points there. Oh my gosh. All right, you're awesome. Well, I'm excited. You need to let me know by, so I'm going to follow up with you by next week. Share. You're building that community. And uh, that's cool. All right. You're awesome, Donnie. Thank you so much. We need to talk more. <laughs> Let's do it. You know, you need Let's to you need to text me when those those times when you're feeling like I don't want to share it. I I'll just pick up the phone and be like, "What are you?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah uh -huh. got it. It's right here. It's in front of my face. I've got it. Uh, it's written. It's written. It just it's written there. It's just not here yet. So All we're right. getting it there. We're getting it there. You'll feel it. You'll feel yeah. it. You'll believe it. All right, Donnie, so good to chat with you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you I'm so much. I'm going to do some Wim Hof after this. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I just, man, I just really love talking to Donnie. He just, like I said to him, he just has this way about him. He, you can just tell he's very faith-filled and just peaceful at where he is in life. And I think that's a place where we all want to be, you know? And I think creating gives you that it gives you that calm and that peace because you're you're expressing yourself you're expressing who you are and what's meaningful to you it was also fun to do that fun little bonus coaching session so if there is something that you have in your heart that you've been wanting to share that you've been wanting to say i hope that this episode inspires you to get it out into the world to see what happens just because right just because Maybe people will like it. Maybe people won't. Maybe people won't even look at it. It doesn't even matter. What matters is that you had the courage to do it. What matters is that you have the courage to share it, to put it out, to be vulnerable, to see if it connects with someone. And then guess what? You get to do it again to get better at your art, at your craft, at whatever it is that you want to do. I also hope you take Donnie up on his challenge. Do some Wim Hof breathing and see, see how it goes. If you do it, I definitely want to hear your times. So, so message me and let me know. Thank you so much for listening. I know I say it all the time, but I so appreciate it. I really do love doing the podcast. I think about it all the time. I think about the different guests and the different topics and really what I can do to best support you. So let me know. Connect with me over on Instagram. Connect with me over on LinkedIn or whatever social platform is the one that you spend time on. LinkedIn and, and Instagram are the ones that I've been spending most time on lately. So connect with me over there. And until next time, go create something.